friend, my name is Tanya Valentine, and I'm a mama of three, registered nurse turned certified life coach and entrepreneur. And I'm so excited to welcome you to the Momentum Podcast, a weekly podcast where we bypass the small talk and get right into the real struggles moms face every day, from bedtime battles to feeling like no matter what we do, it's never enough. Think of this as your mom support group in the form of a podcast. Each week, we introduce new ways of thinking and actionable tools you can implement to bring more ease, peace, and joy in your home. Go from treading water to finding your flow in motherhood. Welcome to another episode of the Momentum Podcast, the show dedicated to inspiring, uplifting, and empowering women on their journey through motherhood. I'm your host, Tanya Valentine, and today you guys are in for a treat because today we are interviewing the organization queen herself, Nikki Morris. The holidays are approaching, my friends, and why wait until the new year to start getting your life in order? This episode is a must listen, especially if you're hosting the holidays or need practical tips to declutter and prepare for the holiday season. Nikki will share easy, actionable ways to organize your home and life so you're ready to thoroughly enjoy your holidays. Nikki, thank you so much for being here. Can you start by introducing yourself to our listeners so that they can get to know you better? Yes, thanks for having me. A quick intro for myself. I'm 38 years old, a wife and a stay-at-home mom. Come April, my husband and I will have been married for 10 years, all of which have been alongside his NFL career. Being a girl from a small town in Massachusetts, I came from a close-knit family where we would have um, aunts and uncles, cousins live close by within five minutes of each other, Sunday night dinners. Um, I've had to really learn how to adapt and adjust my life to fit a more of on-the-go and flow Mm -hmm. mentality. Um, As a woman married to an NFL coach, life can be ever-changing. Each new season can come with a move that can bring you closer or further away from family members, friends. It's sudden, it's fast, and it can be hectic. I am a type A personality coupled with high-function anxiety and a bit of OCPD, which is something I've learned over the years. I thrive in minimalism. Less is more, and more causes me to be anxious. Since understanding this, about myself, I have adapted my life to serve the better good of myself, which then allows me to show up for my husband and kids at a higher capacity. So I found things that help keep our family, our household flowing in the different seasons of life. And I'm here today to share a few takeaways that have helped me as a mom in hopes that they can help others in their homes and throughout their daily lives. I love it. I'm ready. Let's get into it. Okay, so for me, um, something I always have in my house, I would tell you to do a central command station. 
So it's basically somewhere where you can have everything that's in your brain outside of your brain. So for the Morris household, I usually keep a wall space. Um, it's typically somewhere in the kitchen. Um, I've tried to keep it on my fridge, but I look at it and it's just clutter and noise. I and know. It drives me crazy. Oh. So I hang it up and then I take it down and I move it 20 times. Um, but I've finally found um, a blank wall space that works for us. And some things that would typically be taped up there would be um, the kids' annual school calendar, um, a monthly calendar that I would get from like Target or on Amazon where it's like a big, say like two feet by two feet um, poster with like the calendar laid out for the month and you write in the month and the days. Um, okay. And I kind of like, that's my paper go-to calendar. Um, and I hang it on the wall as well. So just like, as I walk by randomly, if it's, you know, typically I go to my phone and I use that calendar, but like it's out and about. And if my phone's not out, it's just kind of something that I can like, oh, like I forgot we have that today. Or it just like jumps out at me. Or if it doesn't jump mm -hmm. out at me, my babysitter takes a look or my husband takes mm -hmm. a look, or if someone's visiting and like gonna try and help out with the kids, they can like kind of have an idea of what's going on that day. Um, another document I like to keep up there could be like the weekly dinner plan for us um, mm -hmm. or the kids um, cafeteria lunch schedule. So like I can eyeball it real quick in the morning and be like, oh, they'll eat that. I'll pack light snacks or they're not going to eat that. I need to pack an entire full blown lunch because it's not something that's like up their alley for what they want. Um Outside of like a physical central command station on the wall, I am huge on my iPhone with um, like a notes page. Hmm. So something I do is I tab everything out. So I'll have one that's called like to do another one that is grocery list one that might be we have a lake house in New Hampshire and it will be called like lake house lake house punch list. So for instance, things that would go on that outside, obviously groceries and to-do list, you know, but for like a punch list for one of our properties would be um, pressure wash the house in May, have the gutters cleaned, uh, schedule like fall cleanup, uh, schedule put to put the docks in. So it's kind of like, instead of having a to-do list that I look at that is so overwhelming with mm -hmm. like all of my life on it, they're like mini categorized things. If that makes oh, sense. I love that. Putting things in categories. Yeah. Yeah. Versus like having like this whole page of all this stuff. It's like still everything needs to be done. It's tasks or things that need to be checked off, whatever. But they're like categorized out, you know? Yeah. They're like broken down into smaller chunks. So that yeah, so it's like anything with the lake house. I don't really have to look at every single day. I don't have to go to that note, notes page, you know? And the yeah, nice thing. The nice thing about like the notes page on the iPhone too, is like when you go and you pull up the app, all of those categories are listed. So it's not like you have to go and search for them. So like, for instance, I just pulled mine up and it just says like under the main, on the main page, you don't even have to click around. It says groceries to do lake house punch list and Seattle tickets, for instance, because we have um, a bunch of family coming in for my husband's um, NFL game for the Rams for Seattle. And I have to categorize how many tickets I have to buy, who's coming to that game. So that's one that I have for myself um, to see how many tickets and who's coming and how we all get there and blah, blah, blah. 
so anyway, that's a good one. And the other one that I just started using um, is the skylight calendar. You can mount it on the wall. Um, you, uh, mine just sits on the kitchen countertop. And the reason I did that is I had to have um, a liver surgery in September. And I didn't know if I was going to be in the hospital for like a week or two days. So for me, I could constantly update things on my calendar on my iPhone and know that they were syncing to the, to the skylight calendar that was on my kitchen counter. So my husband or my mother or um, my babysitter, like if they looked at it, it was always synced and up to date versus like, obviously my paper calendar wouldn't have been. So it kind of took like anxiety off. Yeah. I've never heard of the skylight calendar, but I mean, I use Google calendar. So what do you, can you just, do you link your digital calendar to it? Yeah. You can buy it on like Amazon and it looks like a little picture frame. And like I said, you can hang it on the wall or put it on the counter and it syncs up. So like if I make a change to my calendar on my phone, it Mm -hmm. automatically sends it to that. So it's like, awesome. it's 24 seven up to speed. And I think, I think a big part of my push for things like that, um, you know, like I share my iPhone calendar, my husband and I have shared calendar. So he can always Mm -hmm see like where we are, what I'm doing, what needs to be done. Like everything, he doesn't have to ask questions. He could just go to the calendar and see like what's on the schedule that day. And I think a big part of where my brain training went to that is I used to be an executive assistant for the Carlisle group and the, my boss traveled like over 217 days a year. So for our job to work together and like me have like reservations and um plane tickets and hotels and meetings and all this stuff we are the biggest component of my job was to make sure our calendars were synced because yeah we weren't in an office together so I was like okay what's the biggest thing here like what's going to make this work and it also allowed me to not have to be in the office 24 7 yeah at my computer at my desk because everything was really electronically synced So for instance, I color coordinated things, which I'll talk about that coming up too. You know, his calls were yellow, his in-person meetings were red, his flights were blue. Um, It was just an easy way that worked for my brain um, to constantly be synced electronically. Um, So I just always highly recommend that. I have some friends that are like, I'm a paper and pen kind of girl and it's great, but like, when we're out to lunch or having a dinner, trying to make plans, she'll always be like, Oh, like I have to go back to my paper calendar, like at home. And then I'll text you. And like, that's great. It works for people. But like, I love that I could just be anywhere at any time and not have to worry about like having to add another to do to my list. Like, Oh, let me, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have to remember, yeah, just having that just in the back of your brain, like just taking up space in there. Like, oh, I have to remember to get back to this person. Yeah. And I feel like being like a mom, you're always like accounting for not just yourself. You're accounting for like the whole maybe your husband's schedule and your family schedule and a school schedule and a sports schedule. So like I try and keep as much noise limited and outside of my head that I can. You know, That's my husband will laugh at me. He'll be like, hey, can you like put on the calendar like that I have a haircut on Thursday? And it's funny because like he could use it himself. He can go add to the calendar, but like I'm our Why do that? Agent. 
like right I tell her it'll go on so like it's enabling but he knows I do enjoy that like control part too like I like to take care of them like in ways that it eases up for something that they would have to do you know yeah Uh, but yeah just keeping as much noise out of my head so that I'm not anxious and that when I go to bed at night I'm not like did I forget to do this or that you know so I don't know. My phone is just kind of like my lifesaver. (laughs) If that makes sense. It's just like, I always have it on me, you know, and there's so many apps and things that you can use on it to like declutter your brain (laughs) Mm -hmm. and make your life easier. Yeah. So, um, you know, that has been a help for me and I share things with people, you know, people are always like, how do you keep like all the balls in the air all the time? And I always just give little tips. And that's like, kind of like what the goal of, of this podcast would be. Um, another item that I wrote down and your typical podcast, I'm sure people just like flow with conversation, but my brain doesn't work that way because I'm like, what am I going to miss? And like, what am I going to talk about? So clearly my stuff is all like bolted out for us today. So the next thing I was going to go into was routine. Mm. You know, um, I have, um, again, on my phone, if you go to like your alarms, I have daily alarms set. Um, so I try and wake before the kids wake. So like I have a six 30 AM alarm and then there's one for Monday through Friday at 6.45 a.m. to wake the kids. One at 7.25 a.m. Like, so it goes off. So I know that we have, that's our five-minute warning. So, you know, yeah. we'll be doing something, you know, whether Malia is brushing her teeth or Jalen's still finishing breakfast. At 7.25, when the alarm goes off, all of our brains are like, we have like five minutes to wrap this up and like get out the door to make the bell. So it's funny yeah it's kind of like those alarms, the kids hear and I hear, and they all, we all know like time to like check in something like is coming up and needs to be done. Like, let's stay on track. And it's hard. It's easy to get off track when you're a mom, like Mm -hmm. not only of like one, but two and gosh, even more than that. Um, it's just easy to get off track. So 725, I know like, okay, if I leave here, I have five minutes. And if I leave anything after five minutes, like we're closely missing the bell. And I don't want my kids day to start like anxious. Like, are we going to, are we going to miss the bell? Like, are we going to be late? You know, Uh, that's great. That's like such a great time management system. Like I imagine you're never late. No, we're usually always like five to 10 minutes early for things, but you know, it's funny. I don't want to create things that I I call them struggles. Other people call them strengths, but like, I am always on time. I do always have like a system that works. Like I don't want to make it so that like my kids have to be like me, but I do want them like aware of like timing and showing up and being respectful of like plans with people, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Malia is a lot like me when it comes to that stuff of like, um, like I had just mentioned, she's like, are we going to miss the bell? Are we going to be late? I say, no, like, I just don't want her to start anxious. Um, Mm -hmm. so we have like alarms for everything. So I did, like I said, like this, the leave for school, I have one for myself. I call it the bad mom alarm. (laughs) The bad mom alarm. (laughs) Yeah. Every every time it goes off, like if I'm with someone, they're like, what's that for? I'm like, oh, it's my bad mom alarm. And they're like, what? 
and I laugh. I'll explain I'm, that. <laughs> yeah. I laugh and I'm like, oh, it's my alarm, like to remind myself to pick up my kids. Because, oh my God. Like if I'm, <laughs> if I'm like grocery shopping or like doing a return or a nail appointment, or like maybe if I'm doing a self-care day at home and like reading a book, like I don't want to, I need to make sure I remember like where the time is flowing. <laughs> so it's always like 15 minutes before I have to get them. So I call it the bad mom alarm. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Um, and then we, you know, we typically come home and the other part of the routine is like, you know, we come home, we wash our hands, we do our homework, have a snack. And then, you know, we eat dinner at five 30 and I always have another alarm set for six 45. Cause like after dinner and homework's done, do whatever you want. When that alarm goes off, like they run upstairs and they get in a tub, get in a shower, whatever it is. They know that that shower or bath time and then after that, one goes off at 7.45 p.m. And that's like, all right, everyone upstairs and in our rooms. Like it gives them 15 minutes to get in their room, read a book, get settled, you know, do whatever they want. And like eight o'clock, we kind of like shut lights out and like the day's done. And those alarms are set every day, Monday through Friday. And it's just something that like for us personally, we thrive off and it helps me stay on schedule. Yeah, that's awesome. And that works for you guys. Like, do you ever have to fight with your kids at night to go to bed? Or they just know like you've been doing this so many times that it's just like ingrained in their brain. I think all of the stuff we do so much, like we really don't get stressed out with any of our daily schedule, but I'm going to out myself here. My son is like the nail in the coffin for me. He drives me nuts. Like <laughs> Malia is like abiding and does things. And Jalen is just like the child that I don't know what my life lesson is with him. Like, I don't know what I did to like, get it. I love him to death, but he drives me nuts. And it's like, I don't want to put my shoes and socks on. Like, cause I'm still doing this or like, I don't want to go to bed yet because like, I didn't get to play the video game that I wanted to play, you know? So like, there's some times where I'm like, oh, I don't have any to fight this battle tonight. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I'm just going to let him play the video game for 10 minutes. Um, it means a lot to him and it doesn't bother me. And we're still going to be like on task and on time. So like, go for it last night. That's not how that happened. He had a complete meltdown. He was like, so upset. And I said no to the video game because like, if he had handled it better, he could have had the extra time and it would have been fine, but he didn't. And we ended up laying in bed and him crying. And I had to tell him, you know, like today he would get a better opportunity to do that. Um, so yeah, it, it is a routine that they're all aware of. And, you know, it's funny when you do it so much, naturally they're like ready for it. So I noticed like, yeah you know, Tuesday nights, we have baseball practice and we don't even get home till six 30, which is like so late for us to just be stepping in the door. And like, I notice like even a 15 minute difference from seven 45, when we usually head up to like eight, like Malia went up last night and laid in her bed, like didn't want to put her TV on, didn't want to listen to her sleep meditation music. She listens to at night sometimes. And like, she just wanted to go to bed and it's like a 15 minute window, but like her body and her brain everything was ready. So yeah. it could be a combination of things. Yeah. So routines are huge. huge. Yeah. And I want to talk about, cause I know we have a limited amount of time just because my daughter's going to be coming home on the bus way up like 
maybe 10 minutes, but um, I want to talk about, well, first, uh, to all the busy moms feeling overwhelmed, like they're juggling multiple ta uh, tasks and projects, uh, a lot of them like without completing any because of the constant distractions and never ending to-do lists, where can they start for a quick and easy win just to kickstart their organization journey and gain some momentum? What would you, what would be like one thing that you would recommend that would be easy? I feel like there's a couple just quick ones, like plan ahead, um, meal plan, dinners for the week. Like I said, pack lunches the night before, pick out outfits the night before, um, you know, like have days where you're doing laundry, a day where you grocery shop, a self-care day, like plan ahead and pick like I, I wash sheets every Friday, um, you know, just planning ahead decluttering. I don't know. For me, it's, it's huge. I, I oh, live. Yeah. Let's talk about that because as the holidays come, like, I think that decluttering is important because like, that's one thing that's hard for me. Like one of the things that stresses me out is the idea of adding more stuff in the house, like the toys yeah. they get for Christmas. So like, what advice would you have for prepping the home and decluttering to prepare for the things that inevitably are going to come into the home? Yeah, just like I try and live simply and minimally. I, um, for the holidays specifically, I have the kids go through in November, go through the playroom and we mm -hmm. gather like a bunch of things that like they don't need and, or, or like things that are missing pieces. So things that are missing pieces go in the trash, things that like we don't need because we're making space for more to come in. Um, we donate. Um, I've read articles about like a Santa bag and it's like, have kids put like 10 toys in a Santa bag and like you leave that out on Christmas Eve and then new toys are in it Christmas day. I thought oh, that was so cute. cool. Yeah. That's I thought that cute. was so cool. So I'm going to adapt that this year as well. Um, and then not necessarily for Christmas, but just like in life, I go through our closets like at each season and make mm -hmm. sure like the sizes are on point for like what they need. And like, you know, that it fits and that it's like in the climate change of where we're living at that time and whatever we don't need, we donate. Um, so I think that's huge. Um, specifically for like Christmas and like to enjoy the holiday season, schedule your family photos. Now pick out your family picture outfits. Now, um, get holiday card addresses, like start get it. If anyone's moved, like I have a Google drive, which we could save for another episode or I could touch briefly on it now, but, um, in my Google drive, I keep addresses. So one template is just my return address labels. So like every year I just print those out and I have them to put on the card so I don't have to handwrite it. Um, so I, and then, so I pre-order or I print them myself, the returns, I buy stamps in advance, Christmas stamps. Um, okay. I make my shopping lists on like what the kids want. Typically I do that in like an Amazon cart and I hit save for later, save for later. Cause I typically buy the kids like 10 presents each. And then now okay. anything on top of that, that I'm like, oh, they would like, and I would have got people ask mm -hmm. any ideas and I just share the Amazon link. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. So it's like, oh, like I'd buy this, but I already hit their 10 minute, their 10 present max that I'm doing personally. So like, here's other things and ideas and like, pick this. And if you get it, let me know. And I remove it from my cart, you know? And, uh, uh, I, I love that you have a 10, uh, 
10 present women. I had to. It was just that's like awesome. Being like awesome. family and friends and everything. And that's another thing. We said like no more Christmas presents for like friends. We were like, hey, yeah. like we get so much stuff. There's Christmas. nothing they need. No, oh, I'm just like, right? I'm just, let's just do a birthday present instead of like Christmas and birthday, like one thing. Or like yeah. said, like, I'll come and I'll take everyone to the movies. Um, another huge thing that people make fun of me for, and I'm sure I'm gonna get the text like November 1st. Like I always do. I have all of our presents stored in a closet and wrapped before before Thanksgiving. Oh my God. I start the closet (laughs) November 1st is when like the closet starts and it's already kind of started like with a couple small things like an advent calendar, things like that. But I mean, I, all of our gifts are wrapped like by the first week of December and then they go back, they're stored in the closet and I used to put them out before Christmas, you know, like two weeks before or like the week before. And now uh-huh. I put, like, I put like a couple out because things give me anxiety. And I've noticed that like, it just doesn't help like as a mom and being on the go all the time. Um, I, I look at it and I'm like, uh, it's overwhelming me. Like I wish it's the a stimulus. Yeah, I just stare at it. I'm like, oh, it's just so much. So I, tr- I just kind of load the presents out like from us and the ones that come in from like family and friends. I load them out now, like Christmas Eve. Okay. Um, just That's so it's not loud to me. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Like I, I can't even imagine like the relief I would feel just going into December and knowing that everything's done. Like, well, like I mean, you go to like Target, you go to all these places, the mall and Target and like everyone's acting like jerks that everyone's yeah. driving around and stressed out. Like it's to me, it's just like, it takes away from it being like fun, like getting my kids, like something I know yeah. they're like, like trying to like, see if there's any left on the shelf at Target, you know? So mm-hmm. I do, I always like see what like the top toy gifts are for the year. And that all, all that stuff's released already on the internet. And I go through and if anything's like calling to my kids, I get it. And every year people like people say, how are you able to get that without paying like three times the price? And I was like, I, I bought it in October. Right. Oh my God. That is so smart. Well, you have given us like some really great ideas. And I know that myself and all the listeners are going to feel much more prepared going into this holiday season. And uh, we are going to definitely have to do another, probably more than one podcast episode, if you'd be up for it. (laughs) But um, I hope so. Uh, But as we wrap up, it's clear that your organizational strategies are a game changer for moms looking to find balance in their hectic lives. And Nicole, your practical advice and personal experiences serve as an inspiration for all of us navigating the complex world of motherhood. Remember, organization is key to reducing stress and making the most of your precious time. Nikki's wisdom has shown us the way. Thank you so much again, Nikki, for your time and sharing your wisdom. I can't wait to have you on another episode. If the listeners want to connect with you and ask questions, how can they find you? Um, They can just message me maybe on like my Instagram would probably be the best. Um, Okay, perfect. Do you want to share it? Yeah, the handle is at Nikki Marie Morris, N-I-K-K-I-M-A-R-I-E-M-O-R-R-I-S. 
Perfect. And do you want to uh, end with any words? Uh, yeah, I guess like something that always, there's two things that always come up to me. One is like, as a mom, I beat myself up when I'm like playing with my kids and I find that I'm not enjoying it. Like they are, but it's not fulfilling to me. And I just have to remind myself, like, we don't have the brains that are compatible with the ages of our kids. So like, don't judge yourself for not enjoying like doing Legos or playing Play-Doh with your child. Like it's okay that it brings them joy and not you. Like my brain's 30 years developed and Malia's is eight. Like it's okay that I don't enjoy it. And like, yes, just be kind to myself. The only other one I have is, you know, like for the stay at home moms out there, I think that it's important to take pride in being a stay at home mom. Like studies have shown that the work is equivalent to a two and a half two and a half full-time job caring for your Mm. children. And like, that's basically a work average of 14 hours a day and like what 98 hour work week. Like it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And like some people are just like, Oh, you know, sometimes I say I'm a stay at home mom. And I like kind of shriek inside when I say it, I'm like, like, it doesn't, it sounds so weird, you know, I see you, you you know, I think about So I think we just really need to be like, like show ourselves like some compassion. Like if I wasn't here doing this, I'd be having a job and then taking probably half that pay to pay someone to do what I'm doing. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't make it my satisfactory and you know, my kids get to have it with me. So I think we just need to like, thank you for saying, thank you for saying that. Like, I know that a lot of any stay-at-home moms that are listening to this podcast right now, you just, they feel seen. Um, I'm so glad that you mentioned that. So thank you so much. Um, And thank you for being on here and sharing all of your organizational tools and tricks. And I can, again, cannot wait to have you back on. And um, everybody, if you found value in today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts and any topics you'd like us to explore in future episodes. So thank you for joining us today. And until next time, stay organized, stay inspired, and keep thriving in your journey as a mom. Bye. Hey there. If you're yearning for more order, joy, and precious moments of peace, and you want to be fully present with your little ones, I've got something special just for you. It's a free time audit tool that can be your first step towards reclaiming your time and finding that balance. Doing a time audit is key to unlocking a life filled with precious moments to be cherished. By using this tool, you will be able to reclaim control You will gain a sense of control over your daily routines, allowing you to focus on what truly matters, like spending quality time with your children. You will rediscover joy. The time audit tool will help you identify time-wasting habits and replace them with activities that bring you joy and fulfillment. You'll also unearth peace. By managing your time more efficiently, you will experience a newfound sense of peace, reducing stress and chaos in your daily lives. You will also be more present. With the ability to allocate your time mindfully, you'll be more fully present with your children, creating lasting memories during this precious phase of your kids' lives. In short, 
this time audit is the first step towards a life where you are in control, filled with joy, and able to savor the fleeting moments with your little ones. Don't miss out on this opportunity to transform your daily life into one that's truly meaningful and fulfilling. Grab your free time audit now and make the change you've been yearning for. Simply click on the link to the show notes where you are listening to this podcast or head over to tanyavalentinecoaching.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E coaching.com to access your free time audit today. Life coaching is all about empowering yourself, leveling up, and taking decisive action. It's about learning how to live a more conscious, intentional life, one with passion and purpose, being reminded that you are in the driver's seat of this thing called life. Yes, there are things that will happen that are out of your control, but allow me to remind you of the things that are in your control so you can find your way to peace through any storm. Have you ever felt that inner nudge, that restless feeling deep within, like there's more for you out there? I want you to know that it's your soul speaking to you, and I'm here to help you tune in and listen. I believe those whispers are your dreams yearning to come to life. Let's work together to uncover that inner voice, decipher its message, and turn your dreams into reality. Ready to take that first step? Sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me. Let's embark on this transformative journey together. Your dreams are waiting, and I'm here to help you bring them to fruition. Click the link below or simply head to tanyavalentinecoaching.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E coaching.com and click work with me to sign up for your free 30-minute mini session today.